How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Steve Geller will join us at 540 for our triple option. We have Charlie Long in studio. Bob, um, as we had talked about probably for the last three weeks um, since uh, Mike Dimbrock left uh, to go back to Notre Dame, uh, LSU announced their coordinator position today. Joe Sloan will be the play caller. Uh, it's a co-offensive coordinator position. Cortez uh, Hankton will be the passing game coordinator, and he takes the job that basically Joe Brady had when he was at LSU. A lot of people think Joe Brady was the the quarterback coach. That's not accurate. Joe Brady was coaching the wideouts at LSU. He had a good job. I always told him, man, listen, you woke up on the right side of the bed uh, because of the fact, okay, look who he had, Jamar Chase. He had Justin Jefferson, Terrace Marshall, Chantre Kirkland, Thaddeus Moss at tight end, and he would always laugh. Come on, he said, you got to give me credit. I said, no, I'll give you credit. You did a great job with that. But the one thing with Joe, having known him from his days when he was at Louisiana Tech as the offensive coordinator, you heard it from That Co- being Joe Sloan, Joe not Sloan, Joe Brady. Yeah, Joe that Sloan. Joe Sloan could adapt so well to the talent on hand. Different quarterbacks, different style receivers. He always liked to throw the football to the back, coming out of the backfield. I think you'll see that maybe a little bit more this year from LSU. But it's his relationship uh, with Garrett Nussmeyer, uh, who Garrett has praised him as being a terrific guy to work with. Helped him on and off the field uh, to be a better man and to be a better quarterback. And to understand that he's the number two guy. Jaden Daniels, you know, you're not going to get a lot of those type guys. And he was the chief recruiter for Bryce Underwood, the number well, one well, player in the country for 2025, who they got a commitment from, uh, the Michigan quarterback. Well, Mike, a lot of times the fans don't realize whether, you know, you had LSU or you with the Saints, that when you're putting an offensive game plan, it's not just the offensive coordinator. The contributions that you have during the week and the different situations that you're in, First down, second down, okay, uh, third and short, third and long, red zone, all that comes into play. It's kind of very similar. Uh, and, and one thing about Coach Kelly, he always was, uh, it wasn't just Coach Denbrock. They were all, he was always saying uh, Coach Sloan and his contribution needed to have credit. I think it's very similar to Coach Ensminger and Joe Brady. Exactly. Now, the one thing that I think a lot of times fans don't realize. You can know offense. That doesn't mean you know how to call plays. 
I'll tell you this. There's not 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. They're always searching for it. I'm talking about, well, uh, we have a great chance to win a championship. You can be a starter, but can you truly be a champion? Well, there's not enough play callers. There's a lot of people that know offense, but there's an art to calling plays. You cannot tell me Pete Carmichael does not know offense. I know he knows offense. I know what he did in the Bounty Gate season when he was calling plays, but you're doing that year in and year out. Uh, that That's definitely – and now you got, you got a guy like Drew Brees. That helps you uh, maybe to cover some of your mistakes. And Drew might check it to the right play and all that. But the point being, when you look at a play caller, and Mike, college football, and you look at the Power Five and the SEC, it's like, it's like pro ball. That's the future NFL players that you're going to see and trying to call the right play. So uh, when I look at Coach Hankton, he's going to have a big part uh, of setting, setting up the game plan. And then, you know, you had that little bird in the air, like Pete Carmichael would do with Sean. Uh, but next time we're in third and short, it might be third and long, or I really like this red zone play and different scenarios. That's how you got to be able to grasp that. Not that it's constant where you have co-offensive coordinators. No. Uh, there's no such thing as co-defensive coordinators or co-offensive coordinators. you got to have one alpha dog. you got to have one chief. You can't have too many uh, cooks in the kitchen. You can, you can have a title of co-defensive coordinator, co-offensive coordinator, but you have one guy that has the final say. That, that's why whatever the Saints are doing offensively, uh, the, the, maybe you're going for it or not on fourth down. Or That's when Dennis Allen might say, okay, I want to go for it or not. But they're going to pick the play uh, where they think is going to work. It's the same thing if you're an offensive coach. Uh, you, you, Mike, uh, you're not telling uh, what, what you're running defensively. That, that, that's just the way it is. It's not like you, you're taking over the whole deal. No, you think about Cortez Hankton and what he did to elevate the game of Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors. Look at those guys. And what he did before that, like when he came from Georgia to LSU. I mean, he, he, look, the proof's in the pudding. The skins are on the wall. And so this year is a big challenge because he's got a, a younger group. Kyron Lacey has the most experience of all the receivers at LSU. Chris Hilton, man, who can run now. Can he get him to catch the ball more consistently? Right. Amen. You bring in um, a big-time speed threat uh, from Liberty. Young man can run. Man, he can fly. Out there, you have Xavion Thomas, uh, who was from Mississippi State, who is going to, I think, be a part of the return game. Aaron Anderson, uh, who last year didn't see a lot of playing time at wideout. And you got a couple freshman kids and uh, Kyle Parker, who uh, I remember when Coach Kelly came on with Charlie and I, he praised Kyle Parker as a freshman player. And so you've got guys there. It's to develop that talent. Right, you got to get him in in house, but then you have to develop. It's not just recruiting. You can get a five-star or whatever, but how do you develop them? And uh, that's one thing Texas A&M didn't do. Look, we had number one recruiting class. Then all of a sudden, after one year, everybody's leaving. I'm not playing, whatever. It's how you develop those five stars, or even maybe an underachiever might be a three-star, and then they're playing at a high level. So it's all about developing the players and make them better. That's where you get the skins on the wall, and, and, and players want to come to university. It's the same thing, like, Mike, uh, like it's a continuous process. We all know uh, that LSU and what they established, okay, they were DBU, right? 
As not of, anymore. As of late, what are they? They might, might say they're wide receiver you. They are wide receiver you versus DBU. There I ain't mean, no question about it. And we come back. You talk about a guy that took the leap, and he had coached in the NFL before, but he was the offensive coordinator at Georgia. Todd Munkin leads Georgia, and he's the offensive coordinator with the Baltimore Ravens. And look how that offense has run. Todd has really uh, been a big plus for the Ravens. We'll be that and a lot more right after this break here on the Big 870 WWL. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we're back here on sports talk on the big 870 mike to tell you along with the cajun cannon bobby abear i will talk in a little bit about todd munkin and his transition he had coached in the nfl before but you can see how well this offense has run with Todd. And he's adjusted from a run-heavy system at Georgia to, I think, putting Lamar in a position where he can still use his legs as a runner, but he's become a much better passer and the addition, certainly, too, of Odell Beckham Jr. and Zay Flowers. Charlie and I talked about Zay when he came out for the draft. I thought he was the best wide receiver in the draft class. Now, he's not the biggest dude well, in the he world. he lived up to those expectations. Man, but I knew his transition to the NFL, it was going to be short. Well, when I first uh, met Todd Munkin, uh, i never forget, I was impressed with him. Uh, T-Ball was re- being recruited by LSU, Mike, I want to say 2006. 
And he was just like the wide receiver coach for LSU. And he was a GA before yeah, yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, no, I mean, he, he very personable. Uh, you could see his personality and, and, uh, and, and, you know, like when you talk to Pete Carmichael. Pete Carmichael can know football, but uh, what does he have like social skills and how you communicate with people? You know, I'm not saying you got to be an extrovert, but I know damn sure you're coaching a team sport. You can't be an introvert. No, you can't. And, and how you communicate with people. With Todd Munkin, uh, I could see that from the first time. I'm, you know, every, the first impressions. First time I met him, I said, uh, he knows how to interact with people. Can you do a more of a 180 going from Stetson Bennett at quarterback to Lamar Jackson? Uh, uh, look, look, look at that. <laughs> and look the change yeah. and, and how it worked. I'm still glad to this day Lamar Jackson didn't go to Atlanta. Uh, I think you want to talk about that, that, that uh, you know, now I don't think Baltimore ever wanted to really let him go. Uh, but Mike, I, I was saying uh, if he, if Lamar Jackson would ever went to Atlanta, I'm telling you, it'd been the second coming of Michael Vick. He'd have been like, uh, I know Baltimore's African-American city like Atlanta, but he'd have been a rock star, superstar, movie star in the ATL. I'm glad he didn't go there uh, because that wouldn't have bode well. Uh, because what is Atlanta looking for right now? Wouldn't it bode well for the Saints? What are they looking for? A damn quarterback. When you think about Cleveland, and they spent all that money and guaranteed money on Deshaun Watson, and he was suspended Man, and he came in late. That to Lamar Jackson. And <laughs> then he gets hurt last year. But he was erratic throwing the football. It's why they've got a lot of interest in Gerard Johnson who's the quarterback coach with the Texans. Who, who was that? Uh, Mike, but he had a college quarterback a college quarterback A&M. He actually was a Manning camp guy. You thought, he's a big, tall guy. He could sling it. Now, he was a bit erratic throwing the football. But what he did with CJ, I think Deona says, hey, we're spending all this money on Deshaun. Make it work. Well, well, and my, go bring in Johnson. And I think that's who they're – targeting to try to bring well, in. Well, and, and Mike, I'm glad you bring that up because you look at Gerard Johnson, you know, these young, uh, uh, like, coaches. And when I talk about he's young. He's a really young coach. He's 35 years of age. So you look in that range and, and the mind that he has and what he did with C.J. Stroud, uh, he put together one of the greatest seasons ever by rookie quarterback throwing for 4,108 yards, 23 touchdowns, five interceptions in 15 games. And he led – he wasn't amongst the leaders. He led the NFL in passing yards per game at, at 274. And so he was a big part of that. And, Mike, you look at this. He spent one year in the same role with the Vikings. Yep. And then he coached Kirk Cousins, he, and who made the Pro Bowl. He threw for four, almost 4,600 yards and 29 touchdowns. So the Saints have some interest in him, but my guy, uh, look, uh, and the one thing why— Man, if I'm Cleveland, I'm going to do what I can do to bring him there. The only reason why I say the Saints, and, and, and I bring up uh, Coach uh, Gerard Johnson, because the A&M connection. You know how all of a With sudden Dennis, Dennis Allen, Allen— yeah. Dennis Allen, a Texas A&M graduate. So when you look at all that, you don't think that comes into play, but it does. Bob, you had a text you yeah. wanted to read. Uh, yeah, th- this is uh, like uh, from uh, 0732. Cannon and Mike, can you give some insight into interviewing potential coaching candidates? Why do some teams fly out to the cities where the coach uh, currently uh, is uh, at and uh, some just interview by Zoom? Is it a matter of saving money? No, it's not a matter of saving money. I'm going to give my opinion, Mike. I want you to comment. I, I think it's more they want to get to know you. And if you're doing that Zoom call and you don't answer the questions right, then they're not flying you in. I think it's an introduction. Is that a fair assessment? And it's also done in the business world. 
not just in pro football or college football, but it's done in the business world. I want to get to know you. Do we connect? Uh, what are you looking for? What's your vision for what I'm looking at to hire you? It's not about money because if we connect, then I'm sending my private plane to go yeah, get you yeah. and you coming in. It's not about cash. It's about getting to know you. And do we connect with head coach, GM, owner? Yeah, because it gets to the point where we did a Zoom call. Oh, I, I wasn't necessarily impressed with him. Let's go in a different direction. Are we not going to fly him into town and meet with him one-on-one? So the bottom line, you better have some skills to communicate uh, again. In today's uh, world, uh, Bob, I think it's better more, be able to talk. It's more important <laughs> than ever, and I wonder about a generation that grew up with that in their hands and, you don't know how- and not as much communication no, one-on-one you're looking at with your a phone cell phone. And, and you don't know how to communicate with people. Can you talk face-to-face with an individual and not like uh, just constantly looking at your phone? It's good that you have that technology in your hand. I agree. I'd love still, to have that. You still have to develop those social skills to interact with human beings, whatever your craft is. That's why I think our generation will have, if they want to, a longer shelf life working than our dads and grandpas because they can communicate. Yeah, that, that, that's the bottom line. Uh, that that uh, can you adjust? Uh, th- that'll be interesting to see if Bill Belichick, you know, he wants to break Don Shula's record. He wants to continue to uh, continuously coach. That's why you got to uh, praise. Look how uh, Andy Reid is adjusted. Look how Pete Carroll has adjusted. You can look anybody if you if if you look at like Saban just retired. It's like the big three. Who you had? Uh, Nick Saban. You had Pete Bel- Carroll and Belichick. Bel- They're all seventy-one years old. And uh, and Belichick, I'm telling you, wants to surpass Don Shula. And I think and, Pete Carroll wants to coach again. I'm gonna be honest right, with you. Right, he could be a senior consultant short term with Seattle, but he, I- he he still has enough fire in the belly and and that young vibe that. He's almost like he's 61 instead of 71. I do think Pete wants to coach again, and we'll see. Can they seal the deal in L.A. for Jim Harbaugh, who's there for a second now he got a, he got a fire in the belly. <laughs> uh, look between uh, him and his brother. Who's been able to adjust more than Jim and John Harbaugh? Look what John Harbaugh has done with the but Ravens. Look how they grew up with Pop. Uh, who adjusted and coached a long time in college football. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. And Odyssey NFL insider Mark Schlereth will join us right after this break. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line is Odyssey Sports NFL insider Mark Schlereth. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Mark is also the host of the Stinkin' Truth podcast covering the entire NFL. Make sure to follow the Stinkin' Truth podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mark, thanks so much for joining us. This weekend, I was talking to Bobby April, longtime special teams coach, and he was like, Mike, they're going to have a couple games over the next two weeks that's going to be decided by a field goal, one way or another. We see it. It happened to Buffalo, the wide right. But you think about the AFC championship game. Is there a better kicker ever in the history of the National Football League than than Justin Tucker, who's <laughs> right at 90%? Now, Harrison Butker, he doesn't have the longevity, but you know what his percentage is? 89%. Yeah. So, man, if it comes down to a kick and they're out on the field, I feel confident either one can do it. Yeah, well, there's no question about that. And, yeah, Justin Tucker's phenomenal, and we've seen him nail the record, what, 66-yarder. And uh, he's just been – the guy's been, you know, certainly a Hall of Fame type of kicker. But um, ultimately, you don't ever want to come down to that. You want to take care of your business and and operate. And, you know, everybody says, oh, it's a wide right, you know, the the cat from Buffalo. But – you know, bottom line, your offense couldn't produce when it got down to the red zone. Kansas nope. City stuck you in that situation. So the other thing is, even if he makes that field goal, what ends up happening? He yep. makes the field goal. You give Mahomes the ball back <laughs> with, with, with almost two minutes left. Like, that's not going to end well for you either. Yeah, uh, yeah that wouldn't end well. You can't have uh, too much time left on the clock, uh, to say the least. But, uh, Stink, when I look at, like, Pat Mahomes, I mean, to me, he wins another uh, Super Bowl. I said, like, I don't know, uh, Tom Brady. You look what he's done the 21st century, uh, the GOAT. Uh, look at the Super Bowl wins with him and Belichick. But I'm looking at right now Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Oh, no, maybe uh, it's over. Uh, they have an up-and-down year uh, this season, especially, you know, offensively. But now the Chiefs are advancing to their sixth straight AFC championship game. And then you look at the combination. Okay, they don't have Tyreek Hill. Uh, everyone's a Tyreek Hill fan. But I thought this was interesting. I'm looking at Mahomes and Kelsey. He caught a couple of touchdown passes, the 15 and 16 uh, that they combined for scores in the playoffs. One more than Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski for the NFL record for the most by a quarterback-receiver combination. So I know what we think of, of Gronk and, and Tom Brady. Uh, but, so you got to give Mahomes and, uh, and Kelsey their props. Yeah, no question about it. And it's it's remarkable. Six straight. Every year that Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback in Kansas City, as they've gotten to a, a AFC championship game. Six straight years Whoa. that he has piloted that organization. Like, I, I think it's, you know, I was talking to my buddy Trey Wingo today, and Trey, you know, quoted this movie. It's an old movie. I think it's called Wolf with Jack Nichol, uh, Nicholson. But uh, there's a line in the movie. He said, hey, man, life's miraculous. We just get used to it. The Chiefs, what they're doing, it's miraculous. But we've just grown accustomed to it. Like, we have 
lost our fascination with the miraculous. And what they have done is otherworldly. Six straight times they've gotten themselves to this position. Three of those six times, you know, have ended up in the Super Bowl with two wins. It's it's remarkable what they've been able to do. And I, you know, I get that Josh Allen is really good and he's an outstanding player. But you know, one thing I would never have my quarterback do is try to out Mahomes, Mahomes. Right. Like, I'm sorry, the guy's a unicorn. When he takes a dump, it's Orange Sherbert. Um, <laughs> like it's just this. Like the guy is a, an absolute freak show. Watching him throw off platform, climb the pocket, avoid the rush, climb the pocket, drive, and throw a ball across his body that's absolutely perfectly thrown. Like it, nobody else, nobody else does it like like he does it. And um, and I don't, I'll never understand trying to. Hey, let's get in a quarterback duel with that guy. I'm, I'm sorry, you're just not going to win that. Now, uh, uh, Steak, with that being said, I mean, it could get any better than Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes. Now, uh, Lamar Jackson, we all think he's taking that next step, uh, considering it's only the second victory in five playoff games for Lamar Jackson. But when I look at how in control it seems like he is right now, uh, when I looked at the regular season, he ran for 821 yards, uh, but he surpassed 100 yards on the ground only once. And then he ran for exactly 100 yards on Saturday on only 11 attempts. So you ain't saving yourself no more. So, <laughs> look, and then when I look at the passing yards, that's going to come naturally. But, but I look at Lamar. If he sees man-to-man coverage and he don't really like what he's seeing, he's hitting and getting it. Uh, now, so I think that yeah. has to be challenged to, uh, a challenge to achieve defense, which I think is outstanding. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. One thing they do a great job of is – pressing and disrupting routes and, you know, and, and disrupting the timing of your passing game. And it's interesting. You go back to that first half against Houston. It's 10-10. I understand they scored on a, you know, a special teams yeah. touchdown on a punt return. But at, at halftime, Lamar had 54 yards passing. I mean, it wasn't, it, it wasn't a juggernaut early in that game. And there, there feels to me like there is a formula now – Listen, when he takes off and he extends the play for four or five seconds, you know, and ends up throwing it or running it, he's he's impossible to defend. But I feel like Chiefs match up well with their offensive weapons, you know, with their receiving core. I think Snead and a couple other guys can really play. And um, and I think, you know, I, I think there is a, that formula to say disrupt the passing game if you can keep Lamar in the pocket you've got a chance. If he gets out of the pocket, both passing and running, like you're going to get beat. Like that's like when he breaks out, he's, he's unbelievable. But if you can keep him in there and grab a couple of sacks and disrupt the timing, like Houston was able to do early in that game, uh, like you've got a fighting chance. And I think this is probably the best defense that, uh, that Baltimore, like from a matchup standpoint, from a pure matchup standpoint, I think it's probably the best defense that they'll face. You have Mark Schlereth with us on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Insider Calls are brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization because men have skin too. Mark, one of the things Bobby and I were talking about yesterday, we had another chance to talk about it today, was the usage of Jameer Gibbs uh, and also David Montgomery more in the running game for Detroit. 
because you're going to have to play in your lane of traffic if you got a chance here against San Francisco. And it's inviting because Laporta is is such a great tight end as a receiver. And Amaron Ron St. Brown can catch the football. Jamison Williams gives you that big play threat. But to me, Gibbs has got to touch the football oh, more amen. as a runner and a receiver uh, because you can see his explosiveness. And when you they got that running game going to sort of beat up a little bit on that 49ers defensive line, a front seven, now you're playing in your lane of traffic here. Well, and, and Sting, like Mike was saying, uh, when I saw this by Gibbs, I'm like, okay, um, maybe he'll get more touches next game. 74 yards, nine carries, four receptions, 40 yards. That's 114. Well, I don't know. have enough common sense. That's 13 touches. I said, I, I would think he deserves 20 touches or maybe more. Yeah, he can rest <laughs> in the offseason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting. Um because Dave Montgomery is a damn good back as yes, well. Yes, he is. And he keeps he keeps them on schedule. So they do a great job of you know, pairing those two. And it's not just one guy and the other guy. They'll get into some 21-pony stuff where they have both those backs in the backfield. And then they use, you know, not only in the running game, but they'll use them in the passing game as well. So they're they're interestingly built. And it was it's interesting because early in the season, you know, doing the Detroit game, you know, we talked about, you know, Jameer Gibbs and, and kind of where he was and the growth process. And I think one of the things that we don't give a lot of credit for, you know, we go into this draft, we dip into the draft, and and you wonder why 50% of the guys fail. Well, there's the draft, and then the, probably the most important part of that process is the development stage. And I think they did a really good job of developing uh, Jameer Gibbs. And, you know, he started taking off about – I don't know, four or five games into the season. I think it was actually against Baltimore where they got beat. But I think you saw him kind of the light go off and him start playing really well. So they've got a very delicate balance because, as you mentioned, you know, they've got Laporta. They've got Amon Ross St. Brown. They've got, you know, they've got Reynolds. They've got Williams. They've got all kinds of weapons. And they got one of the best offensive lines in football. So, they do a really good job of managing all those guys and all those weapons, and that's why I think sometimes you'll see them get to the hot hand, and um, and that's why sometimes you don't get as many carries or as many touches as you'd like a guy to get. But there's a lot of there's a lot of quote unquote mouths to feed there in Detroit because they're an exceptionally talented football team. Now, uh, Sting, do you think this is about right? Um... The Lions having to go to San Fran, uh, six and a half minus seven, somewhere around there. Do you think it can come down to who best plays better the position, whether it's Block Purdy or Jared Goff? What I was impressed with Jared Goff, uh, you know, how you close out a game. He finished mm-hmm. 30 of 43, but I'm looking at the second half offense. Had long touchdown drives on three consecutive possessions. Uh, so I think, can you dictate the tempo? Easier said than done against San Fran. I think, uh, you know, if you're underdog syndrome or blue collar, uh, how can anyone hate the Lions? It's almost like <laughs> San Fran's yeah. been there, done that. It's like if, if you want to cheer for a team and you don't have a dog in the hunt, how can you not cheer for the Lions? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. They're great. Dan Campbell is awesome. The culture that he's created within that organization is incredible. Jared Goff, kind of almost a redemption story. Um, that dude is deadly accurate, especially in tight window throws. That like he he plays with zero fear. 
I almost feel like, you know, being quote unquote disrespected or being, you know, told that, hey, we can't win with you, so we're going to move on from you, even though we've been to a Super Bowl with you. Um, that, it was almost freeing. Like, he plays with kind of a I don't give a crap attitude. <laughs> and um, and I, I love I love what he has done. Um, I, I will say this, like, as much as we make it a Brock Purdy, and he, you know, he struggled early, he made some bad throws. But boy, I tell you what, when it was kind was of rubber meets the road, he was clutch. He was great. Um, but I think it was one of the most embarrassing performances I've seen all year with the San Francisco 49ers defense. Yep, I agree. I, I I thought I thought they got that they the Green Bay Packers their their or excuse me their wide receivers blocked the edge, knocked around defensive ends. They captured the perimeter of the defense. Defensive backs didn't replace on on you know when they got cracked on the edge they didn't replace they didn't come up and force a new edge uh, I thought I thought that their D line played soft uh, I thought they were they were below average and um, and that's not how I've watched them play all season long so I think that's that was actually will work out in the benefit of the Niners because that to me was the most embarrassing work they've put on tape in quite some time. And that's a proud unit with really good players. And um, and I think you'll see a shift this weekend. I think they'll play a hell of a lot better on the defensive side of the ball. Mark, looking into the telescope uh, for 2024, you think how the Packers are built, okay? You're not paying a quarterback. They're young. You're not playing the receivers. Mm-hmm. All those guys are young. Got two rookie tight ends. Uh, I think you've got either eight or nine former first-round picks on defense. That's the Packers. And look at what mm. Detroit has pieced together. Man, that's going to be the focus, I think, so much of the offseason. People, I think, last offseason, it was so much about the Eagles. And can the Cowboys do it? Can San Francisco get Brock Purdy healthy? I think this offseason is going to be about Packers-Lions. Yeah, it's it really is. I mean, it's amazing. Like, I, I saw this kind of meme the other day. Remember – the movie Goodwill Hunting, where Will Hunting is in the office of the professor, and he's like, "Do you have any idea?" He's holding the paper. How easy this crap is for me to do math equations. That's the Green Bay Packers when it comes to drafting quarterbacks, franchise quarterback. Do you have any idea how easy this is for us? Like we go from far to Aaron Rodgers, now to Jordan Love, and you can make an argument from week ten on. There was no better quarterback in the league than Jordan Love. The guy was phenomenal. Or week twelve on. So. Um, Pretty cool. They're very young offensively on on the offensive side of the ball. They're, and I think as a team, they're one of the youngest teams in the National Football League. So, yeah, the Packers seem to have figured it out. And, man, Detroit's just, like you said, it's a fun story, Bobby. It, it's just fun. They're fun to root for. Um, you know, they hadn't won a, a, you know, hadn't won a playoff game since 1991. The last time they were in, uh, a conference championship game was 1991, and uh, yours truly, along with the rest of the Washington Redskins, uh, beat their asses 45 <laughs> to 10 or something like that. So, um, you know, but I, I'm telling you what, I, I, I'm a Shanahan guy. You know, I've known Kyle since he was 14 years old. He was a ball boy for us when I played here. So, um, you know, my heart is with the Shanahans because they're dear friends and mentors to me. But, boy, I tell you what, I love Dan Campbell's football team. Now, uh, Stig, before we let you run, um, do you think home field makes a difference? Uh, you could look at the spread. The Ravens, what, a three-and-a-half-point favored. 
Uh, to me, if this mm-hmm. game was in Kansas City, they might be a, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, so, so, so what's your take on that? I mean, I, I'm intrigued because you got Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. So th- do you think that's about right uh, when you look at that? Uh, like if it was in – do you think if it was in – I guess what I'm asking, if it was in Kansas City, would they be like a three-point favorite? I think it would be a pick them. Yeah. Or pick them, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, or two-and-a-half-point yeah. favorite. Yeah, they wouldn't like get – yeah, I, I think – it's going to be great. That atmosphere in Baltimore was incredible against Houston. Um, that's a, that's a great game, no question about it. That's the, the first game. Then San Francisco and Detroit finish it off on uh, Championship Weekend. But it should be a great one. You guys enjoy it, man. Thanks so much, Mark. Appreciate it. All right, Stink. You you got it. Take care, guys. All righty. That was Odyssey Sports NFL Insider Mark Schler. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice, where men have skin too. We'll be back to finish it up here in our number one of Sports Talk on the Big 870 right after this break. We're finishing up here on our number one of Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair. Bob, certainly a lot of reports out on the West Coast that it is getting close between Jim Harbaugh and the Los Angeles Chargers. That looks as though that marriage um, looks as though they've dropped them off by the uh, chapel. Well, they and, haven't you know, uh, said and, the, the I do's yet, but they had the chapel. Well, unless you truly know, uh, Jim Harbaugh is international, north, south, east, west. You know, Mike, when he finished playing, it wasn't San Diego State. He was a coach at University of San Diego we all know what he did at Stanford. He made Stanford a tough team. He brought the 49ers to the Super Bowl. So you think he, he's not freaked out going to California, even though you see, it seems like his personality is a Midwest guy. Come but on. the Spanoses look as though that um, they're going to try to make this work, and it looks as though they are getting real close to landing Jim Harbaugh in L.A. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.